0: This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. Yes, you, through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, our Patreon, where if you give it the $5 or $10 a month level, you get a whole other bonus episode of this very podcast pretty much every Sunday, except, let's face facts, for the next two because we are, Maureen is hitting the road, so that's how that's going to work. But there's a lot of Town Watch episodes to catch up on. There's like a whole like long-running podcast's worth of Town Watch over at the Patreon. I think it's up to close to 120 episodes now.
1: <laughs> How do you feel about
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who feels anything about anything anymore? Cool. If you give it that $10 a month level, one thing that can't stop, won't stop is a says who sticker club can't stop won't stop where you get a sticker in the mail every month designed by me sent to you it's like a little circle of love that we are all in together patreon.com slash says who
1: dan you yeah hi i'm gonna start talking up the new book Dan. i'm excited i didn't think Anybody knew the title? I didn't think we'd release the title yet, but someone tweeted at me the other day with the title, asking when the release date was. So
0: maybe it was a maybe it was a detective.
1: Maybe it was a detective. But this is a straight up country house murder axe mystery that I'm writing. A whodunit. It's going to be coming out. We think we have a release date now. Ooh. The release date with a pin in it is the 27th of December.
0: Hey, perfect.
1: So, unless that changes, if it changed, it would only be by a week or two. But we believe it's going to be the 27th of December. So, I'm going to be asking all of you at the time. We'll
0: do some t- real fun pre order holiday things.
1: Yeah, maybe I'll do a special if people from Says Who pre order it. You'll get a Says Who only special like thing it. or something. But uh, I'm excited. I got to finish this book, Dan. Eh, You will. I'm supposed to be compiling one draft of it on the plane. Okay. Dan, we'll get into it. We will. But books, when you buy my books, you save my life. It's true. You buy food for my dog, Mm -hmm. but you also get an adventure. You do. Remember, (laughs) your local writer... (laughs)
0: It's always good when you start laughing before you've said anything. (laughs) Okie (laughs) dokie. If you would like to get Maureen's books on the internet, you can always go to kickbezosintheballs.org where you can get Maureen's books easily, other books we've mentioned on this podcast, other books in general because it has a search bar, and you can use it, and you can get books that way, kickbezosintheballs.org. While you are in the process of buying things on the internet, why not mosey on over to merch.sayswhopodcast.com, where you could even get a Kick Bezos in the Balls t-shirt if you'd like. I like, so that's why I have one. You can also get uh, shirts and a real nice throw pillow with our 2022 slogan, it's all around you on it and a ton more. That is at merch. says who podcast. com.
1: Ping pong.
0: Ping pong. Maureen, where? Where are you right now? I know you're traveling, but what is that I'm sound? on the
1: Lido deck.
0: Oh, you're on a cruise
1: right now? Kind of, Dan. I'm on my way to England. Okay. Yeah. On, on a boat. Yeah. Originally, I was going to fly, um, but flying, as we'll get into it, is kind of weird. So uh, I decided uh, to take this boat.
0: Okay. So you booked the ticket?
1: Um, uh, sort of. I, um... you know eBay?
0: Uh-huh, I'm familiar with eBay.
1: Well, I got this, um, boat.
0: You bought a boat on eBay?
1: Yep. What kind of boat
0: are we talking about, Maureen?
1: This is a, um, 190-foot superyacht. Oh. Yeah.
0: What's well, that sounds uh, like that
1: probably cost you a pretty penny. The last... Five minutes of bidding was intense i bet yeah i bet i i did win the bid at 116 dollars so i am um i'm pretty i feel like it was a pretty good value do you know who owned that before uh uh just it was just a a lot the the seller was just called oligarch shit and um you can get some really good stuff there you get apartments and um you can get um small private islands uh so i just bought this boat but um they had a bunch of them so if you're interested in getting a super yacht it does cost two hundred thousand dollars a day to park hmm. so i think that's part of the expense of it
0: that seems like a problem
1: my so i do have a solution to that okay to sink it
0: hey there you go just so do just- do the old sink and swim
1: you want to come on my boat?
0: I think it doesn't sound safe.
1: It seems fine. Mm-hmm. We have gotten lower to the water as uh, I did drill the hole in it before leaving because I didn't oh. have any. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's it's a small hole. Okay. So I knew it would take a while. Yeah. So I put the hole in before I left. Hmm. We are losing about a foot an hour, so. Um,
0: it's a big ocean.
1: Yeah. That's one of the things I'm starting to realize.
0: Yeah, it's a lot a lot bigger than you might think. Hey Dan? Yeah.
1: It's twenty twenty-two. This is how I want to go. (laughs) Just warming up. Me, 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 me. Yeah. Me, 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 me. Welcome. <laughs> you guys should just, you have to wait to that microsecond where his eyelids flutter just a little tiny bit. And then he just looks up. And it's not a big jerk up. It's just a little like, oh, it's so satisfying. Oh, I love it.
0: <laughs> well, do you at least want to finish,
1: oh. finish the thought? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Me, 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 me. Oh to me. me, 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 says who. The podcast Jesus that isn't a podcast. Christ.
0: It's a coping strategy. I'm Dan Sinker.
1: Hey! And I'm Warren
0: <laughs> Hey! Hey! Jet-setting Johnson over here. Damn straight, Dan. You just got back from one place, heading to another.
1: Dan, You it's... don't know whether you're coming or going. It... It definitely feels natural and weird and weird in its naturalness. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I flew to Arizona. So I got up really early for a flight. This Um, was
0: what last Friday?
1: It was Friday. I got up at the equivalent of 2am Arizona time because it was 4am Eastern time. And I stayed up until 10pm Arizona time. So I was, tired there you go but it was amazing uh so i flew to arizona uh i got a lot of work done on the plane basically i got on that plane and my brain instantly said oh you're in the sealed container where you can just concentrate now because you're in a different they must pump something into the air dan where just you just go things are different up here i just pass out and uh flew Took yeah. a few furtive sips of coffee by lifting my mask, furtive sip down. Um landed. Now, Dan, we so I was there to I was at a gathering of a bunch of very dear friends of mine. Yeah. And we got an Airbnb.
0: Yeah.
1: Which was just some house. Mm-hmm. And I just need to talk about this house a little tiny bit.
0: I would love to I would love to go on a trip with you, Maureen Johnson.
1: So this house was we went to Tempe, Arizona. Yeah. And this house we got was just like a normal suburban house. Okay. That this this woman um uh rents out on Airbnb and I didn't know this. I didn't know that t- apparently the university there is the biggest hardest partying university in America or something. Yeah.
0: It's, I did in not Phoenix. know that. Yeah. It's a big party school.
1: This may explain some things that happened. Okay. So, first of all, weather, unbelievably gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, mild, soft, with no clouds in the sky, just bright, penetrating blue and strong sun. Yeah. This house, basic house, your basic, you know, and also fitted out like an Airbnb. So, plain floors, plain walls, kind of rickety, but very... Adequate beds. Yeah. You know, it's like a plain old bed frame from Ikea with a thin mattress on it, but it's perfectly fine. A
0: rental house. They're not splashing out for it.
1: Right. Now, Mm -hmm. there were a couple of decorations. Okay. One, there were three books in the living room. Okay. That were clearly set up as decorations. One was the book Eclipse. In the Twilight series. Okay. Which was laid flat with a flower arrangement on top of it.
0: That is the second or the third?
1: I can never remember if it's the second or third. I think But it it's, is
0: not the first.
1: That's the thing about this. It's not yeah. the first. I think it's the second. I could look it up, but I'm not going to be bothered.
0: The key here is that in a series of books in a rental home, they do not have the first book.
1: The second book that was on display there. Was the second book in the Fifty Shades of Grey series? Wow! Okay, that was on display on another shelf. Okay, the third book that was on display there was this was City of Ashes by my friend Cassie Claire, which is the second book in the Mortal Instruments series.
0: Man, there is like a riddle. Yeah, a riddle in all of that.
1: They were all. They were clearly not just left behind. Or if they were, they had been arranged like they were fully decorations. Yeah, it was. I definitely felt like this was a riddle to be solved. Yeah. I felt like this was a message to me personally. To
0: you specifically, without a doubt.
1: So then there was the artwork. Mm -hmm. Now, there wasn't a lot of what we would traditionally call artwork, but you know these sort of inspirational font posters?
0: Oh, do I? Yeah.
1: The best, one of the best tweets I've seen in the last five years was, name something... That isn't racist, but feels it. And people said that font.
0: It was Akilah.
1: was it Akilah? That
0: font, yeah. She
1: nailed it. Yeah. That, I know people that love those posters and got, or that generalist. Like I, and I appreciate you and it, but I hate them. Yeah. I hate an inspirational phrase. Sure. But the thing about this place was they had posters in that font, mm-hmm. but they weren't inspirational. <laughs> okay. They were aggressive. Oh, no. <laughs> and I sent you, you pictures of a few of them, but not all of them.
0: You specifically sent me pictures of what I think are, are the decorations on the bathroom wall, mm-hmm. which I'm going to pull up really quickly. Yep. Okay. So you sent me a photo of three bizarrely placed eight by 10 frames.
1: Can you describe them?
0: They are all three of them silver framed. They are sort of aligned, but not so aligned that they are actually aligned. Like there is a real drift to the person that hung these, and they said, "I'm fine here." All three of them. Well, two of them are definitely sort of live, laugh, love style lettering. The but third they, one. Yeah, is, they don't.
1: They certainly don't say live, laugh, love.
0: No. The third one is more of one of those word clouds. Yeah. Like a sans-serif word cloud. The first one is illustrated in the Live, Laugh, Love brush script. It is a towel over a bar Mm -hmm. and written in the towel, it says, hang your towel. Yep. The other Live, Laugh, Love-esque lettering in sort of randomly placed letters reads, wash, brush, scrub, soak, floss, flush. All of the other letters are black, but flush is in like a Mm -hmm. aqua, so it really jumps out. And then finally, we have this word cloud, which also has a picture of your traditional... Uh, men's and women's room bathroom iconography mm-hmm. and a clip art of a toilet paper roll. Mm-hmm. And they read, wash your hands, brush and floss, hang your towel, replace the roll, clean up any spills, flush the potty. Yeah, I like to think whenever I see signage around Maureen that there's a story that led to the signage.
1: Well, I think I know the story, Dan. Because <laughs> I think so. in the kitchen, there's like an open kitchen thing. There were a whole bunch of more framed rules on that wall. Okay. Now that was the art. That was the bathroom art. Yeah. These were the rules. This I'm going to read you the pool rules. I don't read. I don't need to re- read you all of them. I'm just going to read you the first. Okay. Don't pee in the pool. <laughs> School maintenance, put a chemical that will turn your will burn your private parts a little if you pee in the pool. Next one, if any garbage or human excrement is found in the pool will result in a full forfeiture of security deposit.
0: That seems sensible.
1: So. What I'm saying is. Someone's shit in that pool, right? Like yeah. That's like that's some and terrible- a lot of
0: unflushed shit in the toilet.
1: I hate to be gross, but like terrible things have happened in this house, right?
0: Yeah, clearly.
1: Cause we left that house neat as a pin. I bet. And it was, it was what I will say is it was as neat as a pin when we came in. And we definitely were the type that were sorting our recycling out. Yeah. Cause we had a whole list of stuff of where every single thing had to go. And, and I was like, is this normal for Airbnbs? So I, cause I have an Airbnb coming up in London and I was like, am I going to have to jump through all these hoops before I get in the plane? And I read it and it was, the only instruction was heat is self-explanatory. Like it was just like, that yeah. was it. it. was like thermostat is self-explanatory. It's on the wall. So this place was more like, listen, motherfuckers, stop shitting in my pool.
0: One of you shits in the pool again. I'm a fucking lose it.
1: Um, so it was full of these mysterious second volumes of YA or YA adjacent series. Very aggressive signage. <laughs> now, the pool itself, there was a pool. And it was, uh, first we looked at it and we're like, it looked a little dirty.
0: We're okay, kind of But it <laughs> turns out,
1: but it wasn't. It was just that a bunch of leaves had fallen in it. Oh, but like, yeah, it, it was happen. fine. And it turns out it was the most magnificent pool Oh, it was surprisingly deep and very, very pleasantly warm because they kept like a like a big custom cut solar cover. So we had to drag this giant plastic wrap off the pool okay. and put it back over again. It was a little complicated. Yeah. But man, oh, man, we got in that pool. And we were in there all afternoon. That sounds nice. So.
0: And nobody chatting it.
1: No, no. But we talked about it a lot. I bet. How could you not? It was like. 80% of, I think, no, it wasn't, not 80%, but like we, we talked about a lot because we were definitely feeling uh, feeling those messages radiating from the walls.
0: Yeah, I uh, when you sent me the picture of the bathroom signage, it reminded me of my favorite bathroom sign that I have seen lately, which was last summer when we were on the road. We were in a state park in Nebraska and uh, I went into a toilet stall, closed the door, staring me in the face, of the closed door was like an official manufactured sign. And I pulled up the photo. So I had the wording, right? Please flush toilet paper. Then smaller. Do not put on floor.
1: Oh no. Oh, I hate everything, Dan. This is so gross. But then, Dan, I have one more conclusion to the story. Yeah. Oh, 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 I just did a full on Bugs Bunny where he has like the thing where he's like, (laughs) (laughs) um, so I fly back. Yeah. I'm the first to leave. Now, Oscar flew to Sweden last night. Yeah. Was it last night? No, the night before. Sunday night. As I was flying in, he was flying out. Okay. So it's, this is a very, very weird week. Yeah. I come home, excited dog. You know, I pick her up. Everything's good. I'm dragging my suitcase down the hall. And it sounds like our one bathroom. Like It just sounds like the, the pump is running. Oh, no. I was like, "Huh, that really sounds like it's going to go. and going." So I just reach in, kind of jiggle it, and I was like, oh, "I need to reset this." And so I flush it, just to see if I can get it to stop. And the water comes up, and the water comes up, and the water comes up, and then I realize that water's not going to stop.
0: Oh shit! This is like in the toilet tank. Yeah. Okay.
1: And it begins to flood. Oh no! And it's going and it's going. So I quickly start turning the valve yeah. to get it to stop. Sure. Now I'm pretty tired. You know, it's like, one of the, and now the, the water's just going and going and going. And the water is now all over the bathroom floor. I bet. Like it's just filled it. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I have to start a tiny bucket brigade. <laughs> scooping, like I'm using takeout containers to try to like <laughs> thin scoop the water off the floor. And then because it's still filling from the tank, I then take off the tank lid and start scooping out all that water just yeah. to try to totally drain this thing of water. Yeah. What I suspect happened is that a small jar or something like a little um, cosmetic thing uh-huh. maybe fell in there. Okay. Something happened. Something went wrong. I don't yeah. know what happened then, but I called the maintenance. and they came and they fixed it. But I did spend the night bucketing out. And oh, that's nice. I don't have a wet dry vac. You know, I just had yeah. to kind of beach towels so then nice. my, my agent, Kate, came, was coming in the morning. So I'm running around with these heavy laden towels and stuff. And yeah. it was just one of those days where I'm like, hi, welcome. I don't know what's happening. I've been out of the house for two years. Everyone's yelling at me about toilets. This is the floodwaters are shooting out. And just it was that kind of energy that I'm bringing into this whole week. Yeah. And by the time this comes out on Wednesday, I will be turning the corner, mo- marching towards a flight on Friday that I just got a note about for Virgin Atlantic that said, guess what? The day you fly Maureen that day, hours before you fly, the UK has lifted all mandates. Perfect. No pants, no rules.
0: Excellent. No
1: tests required. Sure. Nothing. Seems
0: fine.
1: Nothing like every single last restriction has been lifted.
0: Cool.
1: I have to wear a mask on the plane and that's it. Cool. I have to test to get back to America. Right. So we have to have a test on our like one day or 24 hours before leaving. But um, yeah, no, no problems.
0: There had been the possibility that the U.S. was going to lift plane masking restrictions on the day that you left, but they have now extended that to at least a month.
1: I would not have felt too happy about that i will say that it de- the mass compliance was complete there was like t- there may be two people in the airport that didn't have masks on
0: oh good job
1: so it was there was no problem with anybody like you looked around and everybody was some people had super heavy duty like looked like industrial masks yeah it, it, it was like i felt pr- i have to say i felt pretty good about it like i well, that's good It was a very heavily masked situation. And so I didn't feel uncomfortable. I felt I felt okay. Well, good. Yeah.
0: And now you're going to be in England. Yep. I guess a point of point of note for the show. We are not going to release an episode next week because you are going to be in England. And I have two kids at home over spring break that same (sighs) week. So we are uh, we are not going to do a show uh, next week so that everyone can just kind of do their thing. How long will you be in England for?
1: I will be there until the 28th. Nice. 10 days. That gives us time to see. Yeah. I leave on the 18th and I fly. No, I fly back on the 27th. Okay. So, um, nine days. It gives us enough time just about to see everybody or a lot of people, not super long, but just enough to see the family, see a couple friends, It's, it's very compact, but, uh, get Oscar home to see some family.
0: Well, good job.
1: I feel, can I just say this down? I think I'm going to get COVID. I just, I do. Yeah. I'm I'm, going to do my level best. Sure. But I think I'm going to get it because I'm going to be in so many situations where there just aren't any rules anymore that, you know, I just, I, I'm definitely going to be more exposed to it. This coming week than I have been. Yeah, in the well, last
0: continue few. to mask up. You know as no. much as you can.
1: I whatever it is humanly possible for me to be wearing a mask, I'm going to be yeah. wearing a mask. I think we're going to be taken out to eat. Okay. And um, I've been thinking like, well, what do I do? Right. You know, if the family's like, we've set this whole thing up, do I just stand outside at the window? Like Waving. when we were in Tempe, I said. Some of my friends do indoor dining, but I told yeah. them in advance and everyone was great. They were one, yeah. They were like, absolutely, we're only going to eat outside. Yeah. And we ate outside and we ate far apart from everybody else. And it was awesome. Yeah. So I felt really good about all of that. Yeah. I don't know. It's I'm very happy to be going, but I have it, a slightly fatalistic.
0: Well, I mean, it definitely is not without reason. Uh, COVID numbers in Europe are on their way back up again. Go figure. It turns out if you re- you lift restrictions, stuff goes up. Uh, China is well fucked right now. Multiple cities of millions of people are locked down. Hong Kong is uh, has, I think, the highest death rate in the world right now, which is great. Um, yeah, it's definitely not gone away. But I have, I believe, Maureen, You will make it through this one. You made it through New York in the worst stages. You'll make it through this one.
1: Yes, but the way I made that through was extreme, extreme caution. Yeah, that's And um, never, ever, ever going anywhere. And just even getting through the hallway with the dog, we treated it truly like we were walking through a radiation zone or something. Um, We were so careful and we truly never went anywhere and we barely you know cracked open our door yeah it was and i ran a filter by the door at all times i mean we really locked down and that's how we got through it this is going to be like okie dokie (laughs) just Uh, now you're doing it in hard mode i'm less scared now because i have three powerful doses of medication in my system so i'm not It doesn't also have that terror factor. Right. So thank you for the vaccine. It's great.
0: Indeed. Well, I am excited to travel vicariously through you.
1: I also want to say that you wrote a fantastic piece in Esquire today or yesterday. Was it yesterday that it came out? came out on Monday. So yesterday for us. You've been crushing it with some Esquire pieces recently. Yeah.
0: This one was, uh, this one was fun because I is one of the few pieces that I've written that I sat down and I wrote it and then that was it. Like, I know that that is sounds like how people write, but that's not how I write. Nope. Um, but yeah, I sat down Sunday night, like I pitched a two year, uh, kind of marker piece. But then I did not hear back from my editor for a bit. And uh, finally, he wrote like on Friday and was like, I really like this. I'm like, "Okay, cool. Uh, (laughs) I'm a little like I will not be able to get to this until Sunday night. Um, So, yeah, turned it around. And uh, yeah, it has been very well received. And it's funny because um, I think part of it just has to do with there are very few people writing not from the perspective of like Psh, everything's fine, <laughs> you know. So you write a piece in it uh, that says like maybe things aren't fine, um, and it gets it gets traction. So it's been very it's been very rewarding. There, this has definitely been one of the higher uh, higher response rates, I would say, of the many 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 COVID pieces that I've now written. Holy cow, I've written a lot.
1: Yeah, you really have. But I think you've been a consistent voice of this is really bad and we need to acknowledge the serious of it and how you're feeling is valid yeah. and your ongoing concern is valid. Yeah, yeah,
0: it is. We are definitely, at least here in the United States, in the full gaslight section of this
1: pandemic. Oh, I think that other places are actually even more. I feel like I'm going to go to a place where the gaslighting true. is going to be even higher.
0: That is true.
1: Like I don't, it's going to be super weird when everyone says we're going to be eating together inside and I say, this is it Johnson (laughs) because I'm the American, you know, I'm the American in the family. Yeah. I'm already the weirdo.
0: Right. That's true.
1: And it's not that I'm worried about being the weirdo. It's just that. I want to be with the family right? because we're there because we haven't seen them. And being right. together is why we've come.
0: What is the weather like, though? I mean, it'd be possible to yeah. set up on a little outdoor.
1: As much as that's possible. I'm going to be like, hey, yeah. look outside. It's I think it's actually going to be nice. Yeah. I'm uh, always going to be suggesting that. Yeah. Like, hey, look at that table out there. That looks nice.
0: That looks super nice. Why do we go do that? Love this country air. Just say that. And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, definitely.
1: I actually do really love it. Yeah, I'm going to be, gonna be exactly. walking outside down through the forest.
0: Uh, it's going to be nice get bit by a horse.
1: Uh, maybe I can get. It's not going to be that hot, so I probably won't, won't get any um, ringworm from a horse this time. <laughs> that, was, that was a really hot horse that I got ringworm from. Oh, it the was old hot horse. so hot then.
0: I like to think that you are describing a very attractive horse.
1: I'm not engaging with this.
0: Okay. That's fine.
1: <laughs> We're not engaging with the, how fuckable is this horse? <laughs> I wasn't saying fuckable. I was uh, just saying it was a hot horse. It was a yeah. good-looking horse. See, it's, it's creepier. Uh,
0: yeah, I guess so. It's Should a... we shift to the news? Maureen? No. Okay. That's fine. Let's go back to fucking horses.
1: No. Uh <laughs> there are no good choices in 2022. So smoke him. If you got, him. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I want to catch you up. Last
0: week we discussed the Walt Disney Company yep. and their shitty response to Florida's Don't Say Gay bill. Not only their shitty response, but the fact that they were funding politicians who sponsored the goddamn bill. It has passed the Florida legislature. It's awaiting Ron DeSantis's signature After getting harshly criticized, especially by their own employees, who it is worth pointing out, Disney employees are not well known for uh, agitating against Disney. So seeing, you know, people like the Imagineer that I follow on Instagram, who literally will post photos of the flooring in the Coca-Cola like room as if like being this amazing, wonderful artistic thing when he's speaking out against it. It's like, okay, we've, we've definitely got issues. Uh, So after employees began to speak out, Disney CEO, Bob Chapek issued a statement. I think probably about the third statement they issued last week. This time saying that they're going to work harder to align their political giving with their values, that they're going to support the defeat of similar bills that are now hitting other states, including Georgia, where it is worth pointing out Disney films a lot of things there because everyone films a lot of things there.
1: And also Disney kicked up a giant fuss when Georgia had a a somewhat similar piece of legislation going through the pipeline a couple of years ago. It was
0: an anti-trans bathroom bill a couple of years ago. That uh and yeah Disney spoke out and said they wouldn't film there. It was a different CEO though. That seems to be the main, the main key. Ah, uh, and Chapek also announced that they would pause all political giving in Florida until they came up with new policies. Um, previously, like literally days earlier, Chapek had said that the best thing that Disney could be doing is releasing inspiring content, and that making political statements was not their style. Get
1: fucked.
0: Sorry. Yeah. No, it is correct. Um, Of course, announcing all of these things after the bill had passed, continues to not sit well with employees at Disney who are continuing to agitate and speak out. And because you really cannot play both sides. Now that they've announced these different policy changes, they have come under fire from people like Ron DeSantis and other pieces of shit. Who are now claiming that Disney is pushing a woke agenda. So they're kind of fucked on both sides and they did it to themselves.
1: Disney, I hope a whole bunch of employees just down their tools. See well, how see how you go a day without having Disney there, Florida. In fact,
0: LGBTQIA plus employees at Disney are now organizing walkouts.
1: Fabulous. Good Just today,
0: they launched the website where is Chapek that is spelled c h a p e k dot com, and also the Twitter account at Disney Walkout, where they are proposing uh, a series of of kind of low uh, low risk work stoppages, but are also saying that they will continue to increase the pressure. As uh as see fit, so good job, yeah. Disney employees,
1: yeah. Because without Disney, what what are you going to go to Florida for? A fan boat convention? Come on,
0: Wrestle <laughs>
1: That is a, a Disney powered economy. Yeah, you have all the power, Disney employees.
0: You sure do. Take it, take it. How about Maureen? A little bit of moron news. No. All right, I'll take it. I will give you some moron news.
1: Oh, it's a new segment, moron news. <laughs> this oh, week... It doesn't, hold on, it needs some slide whistle music, like. <laughs>
0: I just think it needed that. Okay. This week, both Roger Stone
1: oh, and boy. the leaders
0: of the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers, it was revealed, are in some trouble Yay! because all of them in the days leading up to January 6th, the apparently spent all their time flanked by documentary crews filming them as they went about doing some shady shit.
1: There's a lot I missed being gone for like 48 hours, isn't there?
0: Yeah, the Washington Post had an extensive, uh, extensive article, uh, including footage that they got from a Danish documentary crew who was hanging out with Roger Stone. At the Willard Hotel. Lucky people. (laughs) They include footage of things like Stone sneaking out of the Willard Hotel to catch a flight as the insurrection raged at the Capitol. As The Washington Post wrote, quote, he wrapped his tailored suits in trash bags, reversed his black face mask so its, quote, free Roger Stone logo was hidden and slipped out of town for a hastily arranged private flight from Dulles International Airport.
1: Okay, I have a question. Yeah? Why are the suits in trash bags? So no one sees him carrying luggage? Uh, I would guess that maybe that
0: is just how he carries his suits, so they don't, like, you know, you put them in little plastic liner things. I don't really know.
1: Like a suit bag?
0: (laughs) I think like a suit bag.
1: But he's Roger Stone, so he carries them in trash bags. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's handy, Maureen, if you're Roger Stone to travel with trash bags. You never know when you need to wrap a suit or dump a body. You're ready either way.
1: I mean, so he, he saw shit going down and ran.
0: Yes, literally.
1: Because he was afraid of.
0: He was convinced according to the article that they would start rounding up people immediately. In fact, in the article, they have footage of him sending texts One of which read, see you in prison.
1: (laughs) I see. So he thought that actually someone would do something about this.
0: Yes. Even though. Silly. Joke's on him. (laughs) Ha ha. But yeah, he also, there's footage of him lobbying Trump for pardons for himself, Trump's allies in Congress and the rioters. So. Good times there. Meanwhile. In a filing from the Department of Justice on Monday, we learned that another separate documentary film crew <laughs> was present when Proud Boys leader Enrique Tarrio and Oath Keepers leader Stuart Rhodes met for 30 minutes in an underground parking garage on January 5th, 2021.
1: All right. That's some uh, old school Watergate style shit.
0: Yeah. So Tario was not allowed to be in D.C. uh, because he was out, I believe, on uh, bail for a different thing. And so uh, there is now photographic evidence that not only was there, but he was meeting with a member of the Oath Keepers, the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys. If you somehow manage to not know this, are two very notorious white supremacist organizations here in the United States. Um. So there's now an established link between the two because the Department of Justice is is seeking conspiracy charges against both groups. And now there's a link that the two leaders met up the day before January 6th. And we know that because they brought a documentary film crew with them. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know that it's an ongoing thing, Maureen, for the last six fucking years that we've done this podcast, but it still staggers me when I learn just how dumb these people are.
1: This is some real, are you fucking taking notes on a criminal conspiracy stuff or Nixon taping himself in the White House doing crimes? Yeah. Yeah. They love to tape themselves. They love it.
0: Yeah, they sure do. They sure do.
1: Well then. Whoop, is that more on news?
0: <laughs> That's more on news for this week.
1: I need a slide whistle.
0: I thought you do I was amazed that you do not own a slide whistle.
1: There's a couple things I decided I needed. You're kind a-
0: of a human slide whistle.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Whoop, or a theremin. I could use a theremin, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their are fun. I need a bunch of weird instruments. I need to get into weird instruments, I think.
0: Boy, you just channeled Dan Sinker in about sophomore year of high school right there.
1: <laughs> all I need now is a big coat with weird pockets in it for yeah. ducks.
0: I was a big fan of the nose flute.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was a big fan of playing piano badly.
0: Yeah, not me. I needed esoteric instrumentation at all times.
1: Just seeing old little MJ playing classical piano. I played a lot of piano, Dan.
0: Well, that's good.
1: Yeah. Can't remember a goddamn thing now.
0: That's fine. I I hated piano. I did not like playing piano.
1: I liked playing it, but I knew in my heart I wasn't good at it. Yeah. And I didn't like doing things I wasn't good at.
0: Well, I understand that.
1: I felt like it was too important an instrument to play badly. Okay. Now like I'm told I didn't play badly. You're really
0: letting the piano win in that one. It's only as important as we make it.
1: I don't know. I like, I like some piano music. So I was, Okay. I didn't want to let it down.
0: Well, that's very thoughtful of you. I'm sure the piano appreciated that.
1: My standards are high. I get it.
0: So was the pianos.
1: Piano, it didn't exactly slam down its lid on my fingers or anything, but I'm told I wasn't bad, but in my mind, I was no good.
0: What was, it was like a 70s or 80s children's story that involved magical talking instruments. And I remember having the record of it. And there was whatever the main instrument, I think maybe the kid's name was Sparky or something. And there was just a real horror show when the the instruments would speak because they were running them through some sort of vocoder. So they were like but it would be like horrible. Anyway, Maureen,
1: I don't know if that was real, Dan.
0: I, maybe I just invented it all in my head, but I can kind of vaguely picture it. That's about as good as I can do with my childhood. It's all just vague pictures.
1: Dan, last night I had a dream that Donald Trump Jr. was following me around yelling what he thought were jokes at me. And he kept trying to pick me up by the waist. It would. And finally, I just screamed at him, go home. Your cocaine misses you. And he went. I am real mad that this motherfucker was in my dream space. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. You're reading something. You've got that intent. Look I'm just, up. I'm trying
0: to decide that I'm not nuts. Oh, Sparky's Magic Piano. the Best known of all the Sparky stories. Okay thought I'd lost my mind. When was this? This was apparently in the 40s. So this must have been a record that I got from like my grandma or something. I was going to
1: say, Dan. Yeah. Sparky's Magic Piano sounds like something that was on a. Like a like a silent picture or something just 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 a hand cranked camera
0: yeah i totally remember this sparky is a young child who hates practicing the piano one day when he expresses his dislike for practicing the piano talks to him and i will tell you it was like a nightmare voice that would come out of no it was like it was somewhat musical it was weird Hey, and tells fucked. him that he will show him what it's like to play the piano well I'll and that all you. Sparky has to do is run his fingers over the keys and the Just piano will play whatever Sparky, me, Sparky chooses. I so completely remember this.
1: Run your fingers over me, Sparky. I'll show you how to play the goddamn piano. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Sparky. That's right. Ah, run your I fingers I feel like me. Maureen. Glissando. Let's do it. Yeah, I like that shit, Sparky. <laughs> Yeah, someday I'm going to really pick up some guy named Dan Sinker. I got to really get in his fucking head. He's never going to be the same. He's not going to sleep much at night because of me, Sparky. Yeah, I'm in here. I'm in here haunting his dreams. Touch my keys. Do it. I'll show you how to play the goddamn piano. This
0: episode has gone a little overboard.
1: I see what you did there.
0: Which brings us, Maureen. To Boat Watch.
1: Boat Watch. I'll show you how to goddamn watch a yacht.
0: There's a lot of maritime news this week, Maureen, and who doesn't tune in to Says Who Podcast for maritime news?
1: We're known for it.
0: First off, the container ship ever (laughs) forward has gotten stuck in the Chesapeake Canal on Sunday.
1: I love this so much. I... This is the callback I have been waiting for. Yeah, I'm here. for Whoever's writing this season of whatever the fuck is happening to us. Yeah. I'm here for it.
0: Yeah. The ever forward is the sister ship to the ever given. The ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal almost precisely a year ago. It was March 23rd.
1: Sounds like someone's been riding the ever clear. You know what I'm saying? Hey-o. Hey! <laughs> What's
0: happening to us? But Maureen, that's not all our boat news for this week. Because boat even news. more heartwarming, Spanish authorities yesterday seized a Russian oligarch's yacht, the 85 meter long, $143 million vessel called Valerie belongs to an ally of Russian president Vladimir Putin. Putin. What is that? Putin Putin. I can't speak. <laughs> what happened? That was funny. Putin.
1: I'm in your that... head, Dan. I'm in oh, your head. Boy. It's me the <laughs> piano.
0: <laughs> Valerie has two master suites, seven guest suites, a beach club which includes a pool, lounge, jacuzzi and a bar. They got a, a beach spa,
1: club on a plane, a on gym, a gym
0: and a helipad.
1: Only one helipad? Only, only one helipad. What is he, poor?
0: The Valerie is now the fifth super yacht seized by authorities across Europe, according to Talking Point Memo's Yacht Watch. (laughs) The Valerie joins the S.Y.A., a $578 million yacht that was seized by the Italians on March 11th. It's 469 feet, and it has an underwater observation pod. Of course it does. It is the largest sailing yacht in the world, which I think... Is about to be one the second largest because I believe Jeff Bezos's sailing yacht is bigger than this
1: one. Well, I should hope so.
0: Uh, the Valerie also joins the Lady M, which was seven hundred seventy or seven seventy point seven million dollars. It was seized by the Italians as well. The Italians are fucking buck wild in seizing yachts. <laughs> let me tell you. On March, hey, 4th,
1: we're gonna take your yacht.
0: Also we're- on March fourth, the Italians seized the Lena.
1: Hey, we took your yacht again.
0: $54 million yacht. They aren't the only ones seizing them, though. The French grabbed the Amore Vero, a 280-footer.
1: We, we also take your yacht. And worth, wrong accent, wrong accent, wrong accent, very wrong accent. Ooh la la, we have taken your yacht.
0: <laughs> it's a 280-footer worth about $120 million. It has a beauty ah, salon, ah. a gym, and an elevator on board.
1: It's got a beauty salon. Yeah. I like to want, I want a picture. It's like linoleum floors and a woman with a beehive smoking a cigarette. What do you need, hun? And we just doing a little perm today? What are we doing here?
0: Additionally, the super yacht, the Dilbar. Oh, so close to it. I know. I know. It's a $600 million yacht, the world's biggest yacht by tonnage. It's
1: called the Dilbar.
0: Called the Dilbar. Wow. D I L B A R.
1: Huh.
0: Okay. Uh, It has been reported as being seized by Germany, but. Oh, hello. It turns out. (laughs) What? That it it has not been seized. It's just stranded in a shipyard in Hamburg because the uh, crew had to be laid off because sanctions made it so that they could not be paid. So it is now just sitting in a dock. Oh,
1: no. Nein. We will take your boat.
0: (laughs) That's been boat news, Maureen.
1: Boat news, yeah.
0: Boat Watch, Maritime News. I don't know. We've got to workshop the name.
1: Too many. Do you think there's going to be more boats taken in the next week? Definitely. Yay.
0: Yeah. Uh, I did read an article because there there have been a lot of questions about what could be done with these boats. Uh, It turns out not a lot right now because they are being – seized not the ownership of them is not being seized but the yachts themselves are being seized essentially they are being treated as frozen assets so uh, because if you are a russian oligarch right now pretty much anywhere in the world you do not have access to your assets um, the yachts are being held uh, to actually seize them is a very complicated legal maneuver that depends country to country either you have to prove that the yacht itself was used for crime or other places that it was gotten via crime based money. So that's pretty hard. It's going to take a lot of time. But that's meanwhile, shame. You can hang on to them. That's a real shame. Same thing is happening to oligarchs properties in uh, London this week. Some squatters took over a Russian oligarchs house. Cops came, took them out pretty quick. I say, let them stick.
1: Let them stay. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Take their shit.
0: Every squatter I've ever met is just an absolute sweet deer of a person. Really? Oh yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, sometimes they're a little funny, but like they like to eat cake, like broccoli they got out of the garbage. But right. otherwise, take it. Take it. Liberate that shit.
1: Take it. Take it. Disney people, stop working. Take their boats. Take their apartments. Yeah. It's happening. It's 2022.
0: Anything goes.
1: It's also just time. It
0: is time.
1: Let's no, no waiting anymore. Let's do this.
0: It's time. It's go time. You know what else it's time for, Maureen? I'm full of good segues today. Oh boy. It's time to discuss says who you. Okay. Our initiative to take 15 minutes or more away from the news to unplug as best you can, to spend some time doing something that you might not normally be doing, and to just kind of take a step back from the kind of continual awfulness of right now. People have been sharing stuff they've been up to on the Facebook group this week. People were hanging shelves in their house. Nice. They were painting giant Jenga blocks. Oh, cool. I know. Playing role-playing games, making paintings. All kinds of good stuff. You know what I did, Maureen? Right as the pandemic, so we have a little free library outside of our house. And pretty early into the pandemic, the door, uh, I built the the library, and I built the door, and the door completely fell apart. Like just whatever, however it was being held together, it was old enough that water had come in and and made it kind of come apart, needed to be reassembled, uh, not fully rebuilt. But... This was back when we were all like washing our groceries and leaving our mail to sit out. And I was like, I think maybe we should close the library for a little bit, you know. And then that fall, I finally sat down, reassembled the door, got it all put back on. We reloaded the library with books. And I would gut within two weeks of when we did that this massive windstorm blew through, blew a tree down in our yard and blew the door clean off of the library. And I was like, well, fuck. Like, not only was it off, but it snapped it. Like, you could no no longer reassemble. It was going to have to be a rebuild. And I just did not do it. It was like, I've done this once. I'm fucking exhausted. The pandemic sucks. And Sunday, this Sunday, so for like a year, We've just had an empty shell of a library in front of our house with a sign that's like, please stop putting books in here because people kept putting books in even though there was no door and they would get rained on or snowed on or that shit. Anyway, Sunday, it was a nice day. I walked by the library and I went, you know what? I'm building a fucking door today. Sweet. Yeah. And so part of the problem was the original door was really nice. And Mm -hmm. I kept being like, oh, I got to do all this fancy woodworking that I really don't know how to do. And then I realized I can just make a shitty door. So I made a shitty door. Yeah. And now it's full of books. People are using it. That was my says who you.
1: Sweet. Yeah. Mine was was spending time with friends.
0: Yeah, it was.
1: And I continue to because, oh, she's not in the house right now. She's out. I have a visitor.
0: Wow.
1: And like last night we sat on the sofa together and ate popcorn and watched and binge watched a show I liked. I showed her ghosts from the BBC oh, show nice. Ghosts that I love. Yeah. And we just it was just super nice.
0: That is awesome.
1: I just haven't had these kind of times where I just sat with my friends in a long yeah. time. And now I've gotten to see a whole bunch of them over the last three to four days. And it has been amazing.
0: And you're gonna keep that party going.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna see even more of them. I'm starting to feel like a person. That's fun. I really Realize just how much I have been in. Like I really stayed in. Oh yeah. So you know, it's like when you really haven't seen your your people. Yeah. So I am have seen some of my people and that's made it it's made a big difference. So that is awesome. See your people. See your people ignore, do stuff, share see, the stuff you're doing over on a the yacht,
0: Facebook group, grab a yacht, fucking throw a wrench in the machine. That's right. Do what you can. Take their shit. Says Who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our Patreon, where you get a bonus episode of says who most of the time, but not for the next two weeks because Maureen is hitting the road. Sorry, guys. It's okay. You know what? okay. I'm
1: going to ride this. I also have to finish this whole draft of this book, Dan. Yeah,
0: you got shit to do. Ah, boy. But you you can also sign up to get stickers as a part of the Says Who Sticker Club or anything else. Go on over to patreon.com/slash says who. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at Hey, that is H-E-Y at Says Who Podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook. It is a great place to share your says who you at slash group slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. There's also the fan run Discord server at tinyurl.com slash says who discord. You can spread the word, subscribe leave stars and reviews on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen. And with Maureen in England and me at home with two kids over spring break, we are again taking next week off of the regular says who podcast, but we will be back on Wednesday, March 30th
1: at which March point won't
0: roll out without us.
1: Everything will be fixed.
0: Everything is going to be great by then. Can you imagine two weeks? is going to be awesome. See you then. Yeah, it'll be great toot, toot. from my basement in Chicago. And from Dan Sinker.
1: And from New York City. For now, bye, bye.
0: This has been bye. Who?
1: Bye. Toot toot. <laughs>